0: The Indian says he hasn't dug up the war hatchet yet, but if we don't get off the hill, we're all gonna end up like Custer. This episode of exploit it i'm alexis chowski and i'm kevin daly who did not sign an ancient contract to do the show <laughs> and this week we're doing thunder warrior 1983 directed by fabrizio de angeles stay out of town indian i'm warning you if not bang 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 indian He did to my brother? He's dead from the waist down. Not to mention what he did to me and the others. We'll get him, Barry. <laughs> The Indian says he hasn't dug up the war hatchet yet, but if we don't get off the hill, we're all gonna end up like Custer. Where is he? Inside the bank you Jonas, listen up. This is number one. There's a crazy man on his way into town. I don't care what y'all have to do. I want the man stopped. Did you hear that? I want him stopped. An Italian director and producer. Mostly a producer. He produced stuff that we've seen. Yep. Notably Emmanuel in America, we've done. But he yeah. did all of the Emmanuel films. He also produced Fulci's horror films, Zombie, Beyond, House by the Cemetery. Well, I mean that's uh that's a good production pedigree. Yeah, but as a director he did this thing. Yeah, this thing. Yeah. Which we get some exploitation actors, both Svensson as the sheriff, Antonio Sabato. Yep. And it's, this film borrows very heavily from Billy Jack and First Blood. It's the yeah, Italian would, knockoff would, of both. Movies. I would say
1: more more First Blood than Billy Jack, but yes. Well, the racism it gets from Billy Jack. Right, the, the, the anti-native sentiment, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And this movie is very mean-spirited with its presentation of racism. It is. Very harsh. And despite being an Italian production, much of the film was shot in Monument Valley, Utah. Yeah, it looks like Utah. Yeah, it does. This does not look like Italy. This looks like the American Southwest. And so Fabrizio, he uses the pseudonym Larry Ludman. And it's one thing I was realizing with a lot of the Italian films. You know, the directors always use these pseudonyms. Yeah. Joe D'Amato had a ton. Bruno Mattei always used Vincent Dawn. Yeah. You know, to try and make themselves look like it's an American movie. None of the crew ever took pseudonyms. No. So you have all of these Italian names in your crew. But then this director, Larry Ludman. is his name here. I always thought it was like a way to get around some sort of like guild thing. No, it was always to try and make it look like it was an American movie. Huh. Even though Joe Damato is very Damato is still Italian. Well, Damato was a humble brag, really.
1: Yeah, because that's uh, true. He always he always used his real name for his DP slash cinematography credits. So.
0: But before he started using Damato, he would just uh, put like one of the other crew members as the director. Oh, yeah. Like, early in his career. But he so, gets so many. So this movie starts right off the bat. You know, we get a truck going down the highway, going to stop, get gas, and we get this perv cop, you know, we get the girl, Sheila is her name, pumping gas for him. And there is no subtlety to his harassment at all, because he's, yeah. he's just like, hey, you're, you're pumping gas. I want to pump you. It, somehow, this movie is more like has more sexual assault
1: than the rape movie we watched before. Yeah, even though there's no actual sexual assault that happens, like no actual rape, the amount of like verbal sexual assault in this movie is is, is impressive.
0: Yeah, and he's just like, "I'm going to pump you," and she's like, oh, "I'm done with the gas." He's like, "Why don't you try my hose?" And I'm like, Jesus, this movie just comes out hateful. Yeah, it's just vile from, <laughs> vile dialogue from moment but, one. But the first line is like, I'm gonna pump you. It's like, whoa, movie. Movie set in the tone early. 20 seconds in and I'm already telling you to dial it back. Yeah, they, they, no subtlety. There's no chill in this movie. We learn that Sheila is the fiancé of Thunder, played by, uh, what was his name, Mark or something? Mark Gregory here. Yeah, he didn't do much. No.
1: Well, he in played
0: Thunder in the in the fucking sequels. Delta Force Commando. He's in Bronx Warriors, nineteen ninety. The Bronx Warriors. Ah, which action we might do someday.
1: <laughs> it is again on our you know Escape
0: from New ER, York, Warriors, Mad Max. I mean, it's uh, it's in that it's in that realm. Yep. So Thunder has come back from the Vietnam War. And him and Sheila go to see the old Indian man in the random beat up little house. And the old man is like, Welcome back, Thunder, the grandson of Night Eagle. And um the one thing that gets me is because the credits refer to this guy as being Thunder's grandfather, but he talks about Thunder's grandfather in like the third person. Like Thunder is the grandson of Night Eagle and Night Eagle was a good Indian. (laughs) But then the credits called this guy thunder's grandfather yeah as grandfather to thunder okay great but no. maybe, I mean maybe it's I, maternal and I, paternal yeah, grandfathers
1: I say, technically you do have two grandfathers so yeah maybe uh, the other side of the family though the, his mom's
0: yeah his mom's side the dad side had all the the notable warring night eagles and the mom's side had the uh the nice pacifists that just lived to be a hundred or something but thunder's like I've come to take Sheila as my bride and the Indian guys like go go ahead you, you don't need my permission here dude
1: it was written in the stars
0: yep and then there's this boob and the Indians like oh yeah they're they're tearing down our sacred Indian burial ground to build an observatory because apparently they they just want a haunted observatory
1: yeah i mean i i know i've seen that movie i know what it happens
0: yeah. it's not good. They know that this is a cemetery for the, India, the Indian burial ground. They absolutely know it, and they're doing this. They know it because, and one of the construction workers you see is, uh, well, you'll see. Yeah, and so Thunder's like, "Well, they can't do that. There's a treaty. That land's ours." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, well, we know the history of Americans and in Indian treaties.
1: Yeah, the the not worth much." <laughs> Because the U.S. government, not particularly good at honoring treaties,
0: at least with natives. And then the grandfather here's like, yeah, I know, I went to go tell them that, and they beat the shit out of me. He's <laughs> <It's laughs> like, look at my, my hands. Hands are all fucked up. Yeah, so Thunder's like, okay, this is my mission. Sorry, Sheila, our, our marriage is on hold. I have to have to do this.
1: Uh, what is what is what does the grandpa say you can see my wounds on my body but not in my heart or whatever something like <laughs> <The> that <spirit. laughs> something about my
0: wounds of my spirit or something like that Yeah well like the movie Billy Jack can find its indian stuff to like the snake ritual Yeah this Which movie just was, goes apparently. off the rails with like making up random indian shit
1: Well again I think with Tom Coughlin I think that they actually had a actual they had two rituals in in Billy Jack. They had the burial ritual the, the, for the for the miscarriage, and they had snake ceremony. I think those were both supervised by tribes. Yeah. You know, this movie's just thought, doing its own you
0: know, shit. <laughs> this is just Italians doing what they think Native Americans did. And so The the construction crew is on lunch break, and yeah, they know it's an Indian cemetery because they're like, hey, check it out, Indian graves, let's piss on them. Take a piss on these fucking graves. (laughs) Because we want this place to be really fucking super haunted. Let's not only build it, but let's piss on it first. You want piss ghosts? That's how you get piss ghosts. Yeah, they're like it's an Indian cemetery. All the more reason to piss on it. <laughs> yeah, these the,
1: the the construction worker, the town folk, like they're the most like out vile racists in the history of movies. Like these these people do not
0: care. Their hatred it just has no origin. It just exists in full force. They're basically racism made manifest. Just pure hatred. <laughs> so Thunder shows up and he's like, don't piss on our, these graves. And they they start to hassle Thunder, but he runs away. He's like, I'm going to take this to town. And so he goes to see the sheriff who's played by Vos Svensson. And they're like, sheriff, there's a there's an Indian sitting on the floor out there wanting to talk to the president of the United States. And they're just like, oh, it's an Indian. Send him away. Because fuck Indians is this whole town's you know point of view. right. You know, Thunder's like, well, we have this treaty. Sheriff's like, ah oh, well you know the bank is financing that construction. go take it to the bank. So he goes to sit in at the bank because the bank is again also like oh fucking Indian don't let don't even let him in the building. right. He's just gotta sit outside and for some reason like the sheriff shows up and is like oh there's an indian existing in this town get him the fuck out of this county cuz they yeah, just, they don't they don't want him here at all <laughs> just like like he hasn't done anything and they're just like get him the fuck out of this county and um this is like this is like some fucking insmith shit <laughs> it's like but, <laughs> but
1: instead of instead of a deep one hybrids it's literally just fucking racist white people.
0: Just racist, and, um, like, we gotta get rid of the red skin, and some white lady that happens to be passing by just shouts out, like, yeah, they should stay on the reservation! (laughs) Just reminds me of that, again, Blazing
1: Saddles, where the old lady goes, up yours, and we're...
0: (laughs) It's just like, what the fuck? And So they, uh, they, they drive Thunder out of town and just dump him off in the desert, Yeah, the fucking deputy, I guess. Rusty? Deputy, uh, I'm gonna pump ya. Yeah,
1: he shows up, abuses the shit out of Thunder, smashes his treaty, uh, arrests him without reading his rights, shoves him in the car, doesn't
0: even talk, and then just, like, kidnaps him and drives him out to the county line. And And then the construction crew, they find him, and they're all drunk and just four wheeling around the desert and they're like look it's an indian and they fucking lasso him lasso him and drag him around a bit beat the shit out of him with unnecessary slow-mo for each hit each time they punch him in the face it's like goes super slow-mo i feel like this movie has a lot of slow-mo it does and um so thunder his spirit is not broken god bless his heart (laughs) yeah nope Um, right back into town he goes right back into town and they're like the engine the engine's back to learn another lesson he's like i want to report these construction workers for beating the shit out of me bullshit yeah they're like bullshit i bet you tried to rape some girl and she didn't want you because you smell bad that's the line and then they proceed to beat him up and threaten to rape him with the uh, with the nightstick. They do. And then meanwhile, the deputy is also, Mother way, I have sex with your girlfriend every night and we laugh at you while we do it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he brags, he's like, I fucked that girl real good and I'm going to carve my initials in her ass. Yeah, and then the line with the nightstick that you're going to be queer by the time I'm through with you. This movie is so mean.
1: It's so vile. It's like a lyric from that
0: from Sir Psycho's Sexy, and then not Chili Peppers. <laughs> and then Thunder finally fights back, and they're like, Oh no, the Indian's fighting back, and he goes into this gym's trading post. Which, for as much as this town hates Indians, this store just sells knockoff Indian shit.
1: If, you, if anybody's ever been to, uh... Been to Phoenix or Scottsdale, Arizona. I Think uh, Gilbert Ortega. <laughs> I don't know for the one listener who's yeah. have that lives in Phoenix. I I I got you,
0: fam. <laughs> but yeah, because it's all just a bunch of knockoff Indian shit for the tourists. And um, so he Thunder takes a bow and an arrow and goes to work. <laughs> yeah, he uh he takes out a car with a fucking arrow here. Oh yeah, this actually. This fucking car chase
1: and shit is pretty good action sequence.
0: It is, because he steals a truck and he goes on a chase through the town. Uh, there's a scene where he dodges the semi, but then the cop car gets caught going under the semi. Yep. Probably beheading the cop inside. <laughs> That's uh, That was implied by the look on the truck driver's face. Yeah. Um, he manages to get away, but it is it is a good, nice action scene. Cars
1: flip in. And all, all done, like, real stunts. Like, obviously, this is 1983 low budget. There's no CGI here. Yeah, this is better stunt
0: work than you would expect
1: from a, a shitty Italian movie. Lots of cars destroyed, and uh, apparently Rusty's
0: brother gets um, his back broken. And so, yeah, he gets paralyzed. And then enter Brian Sherman TV reporter. <laughs> random. Random is like, what's going on? Are you guys being racist against the Indians again? (laughs) Cops is to get the fuck out. (laughs) While Thunder decides to just randomly just go to Devil's Peak, is what they say. They're like, he went to Devil's Peak. Like, all of the locations in this movie are just, like, cliche Western names. Meanwhile, we get the construction crew being them usual terrible selves when they're not pissing on indian graves right they're bragging i have the line written down here guy goes i was with this babe the other night with tits the size of watermelons i thought i was gonna suffocate <laughs> because again this movie is just so fucking mean yeah that's just that's just tr- more traditional lines for this
1: film just like apparently that's how people talked
0: and then enter thunder with his bow and arrow just fucking taking everybody out again um, he, he shoots a cop with an arrow, and then he stands there for a while to just watch this cop die. Yeah. Like, at the edge of this cliff. And then Thunder's like, ah, I'm not evil, I'll help you back up. But you, I can't have you following me, so, pff, knocks him out, just like, uh, yeah. just like Princess Bride. Knocks him out, then dives off into the, this fucking river at the bottom of the canyon. It gives them the old Assassin's Creed eagle dive. Yep. And they're like, oh, the- we can't find him. He is the grandson of Night Eagle. Yes. Which I have a line here later where they say, Thunder's the son of Night Eagle. And I put, who the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) That's when they talk to the reporter. Because the reporter goes out and finds the old Indian man. Yeah. And is like, who's doing this? Why are they doing it? Because it's when he blows up the construction site.
1: Yeah, he just, yeah.
0: Thunder just goes and blows up the whole construction site. And they can't find him. And the old man's like, he's the son of Night Eagle brian sherman t v reporters like who to who who the fuck is night eagle the fuck is night eagle so he calls like his office to say that he's doing this, but he's flubbing every line when he's in the phone booth. It was like really bad yeah it's like yeah. i got to got i got be in the town that there, there, there's he's fucking porky pig on the phone there,
1: probably cocaine involved it is nineteen eighty three
0: the Indian is like, I I don't want to talk to the you, Mister TV reporter. Who then goes, well, you know, my mother was one quarter Cherokee, so I, I'm part Indian, man. You can talk to me. I'm I'm a I'm a one eighth Indian. I'm I'm with you. I'm here. I am fucking Pocahontas, man. <laughs> At least Billy Jack is half Navajo. Yeah, this guy's like, I'm one eighth Indian, which means I'm all Indian. I mean, identify how you identify, I, identify, I guess. Well, I mean, there was always this racist idea about blood.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, even a little bit, you could be considered. So, I mean, you might as well, if other people could consider you, you know, oh, you're one-eighth. Well, you're an India, You're Indian, then. Yeah, and they,
0: so, in the U.S., they thought that about black people, too. That, like, if you had one drop of African ancestry, you were just treated the same as any other black. So what mean, we so ended you- up with words like quadroon, which was somebody <laughs> with a, a quarter-
1: so uh, it's fair, I guess. It, you know, if if you've got the ancestry,
0: well, I mean, at least it's not with the fair. Name. It's terrible that they would just judge. People no, no, this no. Way. But I mean, it's fair for him to say, "Oh, you know, I'm part um, native. I, I'm one of you." My mother was one quarter, which <laughs> would make him one I mean, eighth. That, I
1: mean, but that means you can trace back his lineage not that far, right? Yeah. Like, so if we're not talking like, am I descended from Genghis Khan? <laughs> Did you watch History of the World Part 2, by the way?
0: I've seen a few of it, yeah. I've seen the first few episodes. What was that, concestry? <laughs> you, too, can find out if you are related to Genghis Khan. Um, I did see the part where it's... Or Khan. With Kublai Khan, more with more Kublai Khan and Marco Polo, and it's like a prank show. Yeah. But so, they take Brian Sherman, TV reporter, out to the cemetery... Just in time to see, like, one of these, these racist-ass cops setting it all on fire. Yeah. And he just shouts, Hey, Indian! I'm burning your goddamn cemetery! Because they're just trying to get Thunder out of hiding. Because he is pulling a total first blood here. Yeah, but it's the grandpa that's in there, and he burns to death. Yeah, the, the old Indian dude gets catches on fire, and Brian Sherman TV reporter records it all, and tells them, You just burned up an American citizen! Which, again, they just tell him to fuck off.
1: It's a, I don't think any of this takes place on a reservation. <laughs> I think they just live out in the middle of nowhere.
0: Well, technically, yeah, they just live out in the middle of some... They have a treaty that says Indian land, but this fucking racist-ass town.
1: Yeah, and but there's three natives.
0: There's Thunder, his grandpa, and Sheila. And I don't think Sheila's a native. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because the whole town wants to fuck Sheila. That's, that's true. And in fact, they make up stories that they have. <laughs> so it's just the two of them. And so there's a bunch of scenes here with uh, cops being stalked in the woods at night, but they shot it at night without light, so can't see shit. Can't, can't see shit. There's just a big chunk of the movie that's just dark. Cops die. That's Cops die, yeah. That's the gist of this part. He's going full burst blood on them. But you can't, you you can't tell. At least first blood had the dignity to take place during the day. <laughs> yeah, no, not this one. That that would only requ- during
1: the day requires like actually having to, you know, get permission. Well,
0: and shooting out in this hot desert heat.
1: Yeah, I mean it is southern Utah, right,
0: Monument Valley, southern. southern Utah. Yeah, directors, it's, 100 it's a hundred degrees. Let's shoot at night where it's ninety-two degrees. <laughs> Which, I realize that was totally horrible mean to do that Italian accent when we're shitting on the racism in this movie. Yeah, that's true. But the Brian Sherman TV reporter is like, we're gonna... He's hanging out in some cabin that's playing swing, swing, swing. Sing, sing, sing. He's playing that fucking swing music randomly. And he's like, okay, we're gonna have to, you know, do this. And that's when uh, we learn about this radio DJ, Dancing Crow. Uh, So, presumably a a native presumably he's just a dude in a dark room making a voice it's like pirate radio yeah it's just some sub- yeah we see him but he's kind of like in shadow he's like i'm dancing crow playing the greatest hit music and you know taking the good fight against the man tune into dancing crow it's three dog from fucking it <laughs> is three dog. dog he's literally three dog Meanwhile, the cops say that that damn Indian has decided to declare war on the United States of America. Like, that's a bit of an exaggeration.
1: No, just you racist fucking hillbillies.
0: (laughs) So we get a shot of like five cops going out the next morning with dogs and helicopters. But Dancing Crow was on the radio going, Thunder is fighting off 200 cops. Yeah, he's, he's he's spinning the tail. And so the cops are like, "We have hidden stashes of weapons. We've got bazookas and shit. Yeehaw! Let's go, boys!" Yeah, Rusty
1: hires some buddy with like an eyebrow that looks like it wants to leave his face <laughs> to uh, to to kill Thunder and doesn't want because Rusty just that's what Rusty got like beat the shit out of. He got like shot with like four arrows, so he's like convalescing because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. So he hires eyebrows to go fucking try
0: to kill Thunder. So they take their whole arsenal. Well, they gotta rouse the cops because they want to watch this football game first. Uh, yeah, the- ASU Stanford, apparently. Yeah. They're like, we're gonna watch the football game because we don't want to go out there and get killed by the rampaging Indian. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's just watch this pack. pack. I think it was pack eight at the time. What about 83? I do have... Random show about college game, which it shows yeah. us way too much of this football game, by the way. What, what is it with these Italian films and just like, <laughs> hey, look, we're American. Here's some football. I was explaining the Super Bowl party from absurd to somebody today. Fucking ridiculous. It's like they didn't know what it was. They they show up in ties and cocktail dresses and eat spaghetti and watch kickoff at midnight. It's, uh, that that is quite a scene. <laughs>
1: Look, we like the American football.
0: Yes. But in this one they, they, they just focus way too much on this this college game that's happening. We just we watch a good like five minutes of this game for no reason. it is literally like in black and white can't see shit. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, Dancing Crow is like, Oh, Thunder, he's gonna make little Big Horn look like a Boy Scout jamboree.
1: He's, like, taunting the cops. Oh, I love that he just calls out Rusty for being a tool. Yeah. He's the biggest idiot. I don't remember what he exactly says. He just calls him an idiot. Like, over the radio. And Rusty gets super salty, yelling at his like, wife.
0: Turn that off. Oh, yeah, and, like, he throws a fucking bottle of beer at her. Yeah, because
1: he, he, he is an idiot. He, like, rushes off. He's so, like, salty about his racist brother getting hurt because of his own stupid actions. Like, I'm going to hunt down this this deadly dude who can kill, like, ten cops
0: on his own. It's like, you're lucky you didn't decide just to put an arrow through your forehead, Rusty. So they decide that the way they're going to get Thunder out is by getting Sheila. And so they show up at the gas station, and they kidnap Sheila. And also blow the fuck out of this gas station. They just Michael Michael Bay that shit. Yeah, like yeah,
1: I do like the way it starts and like explodes, and then the next building over explodes because the tank is probably under there as well. Yeah, like that actually kind of works. But that's also probably their only gas station in town.
0: Oh yeah, they just totally fucked themselves over here some scorched earth shit right there <laughs> yeah and they take sheila out into the into the forest and they they plan to rape her because that's how these because that's how these movies go yeah you know, like rusty tells her i'm gonna show you how a white man fucks sheila seems not impressed by this even though they like they rip her shirt open you know she's just like whatever dude because thunder shows up and kills all of them <laughs> yep Sheila's like ah Go show the white man how an Indian fights, and hands them the bazooka.
1: Yeah, because this was this is eyebrows and his crew, and eyebrows and his crew has like have like semi-auto or they have like full-auto rifles and a bazooka.
0: Yeah, but I just like Sheila saying, show him how the Indian fights. Take this bazooka. So he goes into town with the bazooka and all the assault rifles, and just starts killing fucking everybody. To even the point where Dancing Crow is on the radio going, Okay, Thunder, chill the fuck out, dude. <laughs> dial dial it back. Because <laughs> he's just blowing up shit with the bazooka. He he steals a bulldozer and just drives right into town. Because he wants to take out the
1: police station and the bank,
0: or his, like, targets. Yep. And he just totals the, the police station. Which... We're recording this the day after the 20-year anniversary of Marvin Heemeyer taking a bulldozer to destroy uh Granby, Colorado.
1: Not intended.
0: Not intended. That just happened to be something that happened. Because that's just our lot in life. When that, that guy took his killdozer to that Colorado town in vengeance, well, that's what this guy does. He takes his bulldozer right through the fucking town, takes out the police station, and then at one point he he runs into a a truck, some pickup truck and he gets a a dead pig into the into the bulldozer. Yeah, and that is never relevant again. <laughs> never relevant again. He just collects a pig to have it because he just goes right into the bank and then he gets out of the bulldozer and just starts bazooka-ing the bank. Yeah, he's like blowing open I- I don't even know what the point is. Like, like I don't he's not trying to rob the bank, he just wants no. to destroy it, burn all the money. Yeah, that's probably you're probably right. He's trying to blow open the, the storage vault so that he can just like incinerate everything in there. And we get this one cop that shows up and he goes, Take off your clothes. My son is an Indian Yeah, exactly. Like basically like I'll cover for you. Yeah. And um so they uh that cop comes out and is like, oh, Thunder burned alive in the bank vault. There he is. See this burning chunk of shit. Which oh, probably the pig. <laughs> it might be the pig. Yeah. It might be the pig. Did Thunder plan this out? I'm going to take this pig to fake my death. Who knows? As the bank burns and the-, the reporters talking about it. There's just some random kids in the town dancing around singing Thunder will never die.
1: Yeah, in in the Italian... Exploitation
0: movie kid voice. Yeah, they've got that that fucking. Oh, I hate exploitation kid voice in Italian movies. It's so bad. <laughs> Brings back memories of absurd again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and fucking so pod people. Uh... Trumpy, you can do magic things. Oh god, that fucking voice.
1: Yeah. Thunder
0: will never die.
1: I like to think it was one one dub actor that just got the same that got that job for every movie and quietly is like super rich and, and comfortable. The one guy dubbed
0: every child in every movie. That's right. That's that's my headcanon. And we get Thunder driving a truck through the desert and the end. This movie is mean. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Um, like, I, I like
1: the first ten minutes of the movie, I'm like, this is terrible. Like, vile. Like, I'm gonna have to sit through another hour and a half of this. And then once it's sort of, like, settling in, it's like, oh, it's like first blood. Okay, I get it. I started liking it a little bit better. Well, as well
0: as you can like this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, you'll be into it and liking it. Like, okay, I get where this is going. And then, oh, we gotta kill Indians and rape women. Oh, wait, hold on, dude. Once yep. they start like their their hateful racism, right? Uh, I'll show you how the white man fucks. Like shit, movie, dial it back. Yeah, I mean, First Blood didn't really have racism, but it, they still had this antagonism without you know randomly just beating up Indians, right? Like, yeah, racism is a thing, but this movie just goes beyond. Like, there's no even, like, they're not even
1: trying to hide it, like, at all. Like, nobody is, like, like, no one is low-key racist in this movie. Everyone's just, like, pure unbridled hate.
0: Yeah, I I bet there's a town, a sign in front of this town that just says, like, Welcome to Ivoryton, Indians get the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah. There's sequels to this, with also with Mark Gregory reprising the role. And Bo Svensson reprising the roles of different sheriffs. Yeah, <laughs> like in the sequels Bo Svenson plays the sheriff but always a different sheriff um, in the sequel Thunder and this other they're, they're dueling sheriffs fighting organized crime <laughs> Thunder 3 he's gotta go take down an illegal training camp for mercenaries that destroyed an Indian village
1: a, starting to get into that <clears throat> Fast and the Furious uh, levels of insanity
0: right yeah, and they were only up to part three, but they only made three. <laughs> Can you imagine Thunder 10, <laughs> part one? Thunder in space. That's right. <laughs> Fighting fucking racist aliens <laughs> that for some reason inexplicably hate Native Americans. Sadly, Mark Gregory died in
1: 2013 at
0: age 48. Oof. Thunder Warrior is it's it's a ha- Italian exploitation for sure.
1: Yeah, well, I'll bring it down a little bit more. Uh, He uh, became a victim of a scam that caused him to lose his house and everything he owned. No, and and he committed suicide by overdosing on psychotropics.
0: So, whoa, whoa. he shit.
1: I was about to suggest let's let's get a hold of him and we can make uh, we'll skip it and go straight to Thunder Warrior Ten, but
0: but oh, apparently not gonna happen. He, well, remember a couple of weeks ago I mentioned, like, I saw an ad for, like, scammers can steal your fucking house? Yeah, that's uh, that happened to this poor gentleman. Oh, that is that is unfortunate. It, it in truly Rome, is. Roman scammers took his house in Rome. Oh. Uh, kind of brutal. That is brutal. I
1: am actually sad that I looked that up now. Sorry. Yeah, sometimes- that's
0: a big downer on this episode now.
1: I I found forbidden knowledge. I apologize. <laughs> I, I I dug too deep. It's like Lovecraft. Sometimes there's there's knowledge man is not meant to know,
0: and uh, I went I, I went a little too far. Yeah, apparently he did a movie in 1989 called Afghanistan: The Last War Bus, and he abandoned the film industry. And one of the actors like, yeah, um, at a certain point he abhorred this film environment, and he withdrew now he's a painter and a mad madonaro a street painter that he he would do street painting he was he was tried to be the roman banksy (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what he disappointed him but he pushed him to cut everything out he doesn't want to know anything more about cinema
1: well sounds like i would not have been able to get him back for thunder warrior 10 part one anyway
0: yeah he was he was done something happened on the set of afghanistan the last war bust where he was like nope film serves for the devil, I'm gonna Banksy around Rome, and then, well, yep. then, then what happened, happened. And <laughs> yeah, whatever
1: horror he saw on the set of that movie died, <laughs> died with him. I don't
0: know if that movie is something we can do. Yeah, probably not. I don't know that. I've never heard of Afghanistan, the last war bus. But apparently it's on YouTube, so we can do it sometime. So we, it's free so on YouTube. I do well, I mean, i
1: pencil it in for some point in the future, I guess.
0: Yeah, it also goes by the title Warbus. See, I would do a movie called Warbus. That sounds better than Supervan. Yeah, (laughs) Warbus. Warbus. Fucking school bus out in the desert. But yeah, so anything else to say about Thunder Warrior?
1: Um, yeah. You know you ever see those, like, uh, you're looking at like uh chances of victory thing on like ESPN and it goes all the way down to the bottom of the graph and it gets real close to the line in the middle it's like I was almost at 50% and then it, it never they never get better than the odds to win that's this movie uh, it gets close a couple of times to being watchable and just doesn't get back there again yeah
0: i will take the coffee
1: I, i'll take the coffee too this was I, not a very good movie
0: i'll take the 9 p.m. taco shop coffee it's still better than supervan
1: it's yeah, still better than Superman. I, that, that's a very low bar. It's going to take something special to beat Superman, I think. <laughs> It'll take Warbus. Not to it might know. be Warbus. It might be Warbus. Yeah. Um, no, I'll definitely take the coffee. This movie is not just watch First Blood. It's just the
0: same fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. First Blood is better.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying it's a,
0: the same movie, but actually good. So next week, Warbus. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course it is. No, just kidding. No, next week um, we're doing the Stepfather for Father's Day. You're going to enjoy that one. Well, maybe you you will. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Find out. We'll find out. And then we have a very enjoyable bonus feature, which will be a surprise. Because bonus features are going to be surprises now. Ooh, that's even better. Yeah, well, well you and I know already. But the well, audience will be surprised. Yeah, well, that's the fun part. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes them bonus. Is it's a surprise? I mean, well, some people know because I was talking about this bonus feature all fucking weekend. It's a surprise to some of you. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a surprise to some of you. So we will catch you then, everybody. Good night.